Hello and welcome to another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. I'm your host, Bill Roth from the Cloud Economics Department here at VMware. Well, VMworld time is upon us again, and we've got some exciting news as it relates to local cloud. And so uh, to tell us a little bit more about how Outpost is going to play in the VMware on AWS world, we have Larry Henderson, Senior Product Manager for VMware on AWS. Welcome, Larry. Hey. And Sonali Desai, my esteemed colleague, producer and editor, product line marketing manager for VMC on AWS. Welcome to your own show. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Thanks, happy to be here. So Sonali, let's start out with you. Um, mm -hmm. What the heck is it? What exactly is VMware Cloud on AWS Outposts? What are we announcing? Tell us what's, tell us what's going on. Yeah, sure. So um, at VMworld 2021, we are announcing VMware Cloud on AWS Outpost general availability. Uh, so what exactly it is, is it is basically a jointly engineered solution between VMware and AWS. And uh, this is the on-premises as a service solution. So what we are providing to the customers is basically the entire VMware software defined data center stack, that is vSphere, vSAN, NSX, along with vCenter management that is running on uh, um, dedicated Amazon Nitro-based EC2 bare metal instances, uh, which are provisioned in AWS Outposts, and those that is all running in customers' own data center, and this is delivered as a service. So the key point for customers is uh, this is not a nested virtualization, and uh, this is a fully managed service. So VMware is responsible for providing continuous lifecycle management for the um, software, SDDC software, and AWS provides the proactive hardware monitoring. Also, they are providing the break fix, break fix support. So basically customers don't have to worry about any infrastructure management. Excellent. Okay. So Larry, do you want to add anything? Yeah, sure. So the ideal of this solution is to uh, tackle those uh, challenges that customers have today uh, when they're thinking about moving to cloud. The ideal of moving to cloud has been uh, a force to be reckoned with, you know, for X amount of years, but at the same time, uh, workloads still need to remain on-prem for X amount of reasons, things like low latency, data sovereignty. So a solution like this allows customers to keep those needed workloads on-prem and at the same time have full integration with those uh, likely AWS services that they would like to integrate with. So we do believe that this solution, uh, which looks just like VMware Cloud on AWS, but bringing it to your data center and allowing you to have uh, the ability to control your workloads and communication uh, as you see fit. Sounds like a great solution. If I want my own VMware Cloud on AWS region in my data center, it sounds like I call up and uh, have one rolled in. Um, Sonali, Sonali, what are the differentiators of this service? Yeah, so uh, there are three key differentiators of this service versus some of the other similar offerings. The first is um, we are providing the rich VMware SDDC stack as a service on-premises. And so customers get VMware's flagship SDDC software. They get the continuous lifecycle management, as I mentioned. And also another key point is VMware is a single point of contact for any kind of support. So customers don't have to haggle between the multiple vendors for any type of support. Also, they 
they are getting the same intrinsic availability and built-in resiliency that they are used to uh, from, used to get uh, from VMware. Uh, they get uh, some capabilities like Elastic DRS, which are built in out of the box, and uh, they can auto scale and rebalance clusters. Then another key differentiator here is um, they are getting um, the next generation high performance AWS Outpost hardware. Uh, so they are providing these uh, AWS Nitro security key to protect the data at rest. Also, they are providing this enclosed racks with lockable doors, built-in temper detection. So a very enhanced, uh, very like uh, security, uh, high enhanced security features. And also, <clears throat> Another key point here is uh, the customers are getting this developer-ready infrastructure delivered to them within few weeks versus months. So uh, there are no, no long procurement cycles involved. They can get this developer-ready infrastructure and their developers can get started as soon as possible. And the last uh, very important differentiator is, and this is a deeply integrated end-to-end -end hybrid cloud as a service. So what we mean by that is we are providing the consistent architecture and same APIs across uh, customers on-premises vSphere environment, VMware Cloud on AWS Outpost environment, and VMware Cloud on AWS running in the public cloud. So customers don't have to do any re-architecture or refactoring of their applications. They can use the same security and governance policies. They can use the same uh, tools and skill sets that they have been using on-premises for over the last like 10, 20 years. So there is very minimal learning curve there. And another key point here is um, they can extend their capacity to VMware Cloud on AWS on demand. So if there are are any non-constrained workloads and if they want to extend their capacity from VMC on AWS Outposts to VMware Cloud on AWS, they can do that because this is all very consistent infrastructure and operations across the three environments. Got it. Makes a ton of sense. And to translate for some of the crowd, I think what you see is there's a ton of features here, as well as when we talk about lifecycle management, the fact is, in addition to other things, we do the updates and upgrades for you and any VI admin on vSphere knows that's a big deal. Right. So this is good. So, okay, you gave us a just truckload of features. Tell us how this is different from VMware Cloud on Dell EMC. And, you know, as people look at it, when should they look? What, what's, the, what's the right, what's the decision point between the two? Because they seem kind of similar. Right. Yeah, great question. So uh, as you mentioned, both offerings, they provide the fully managed VMware SDDC based on as a service model. And uh, they both provide the vSphere workload portability with consistent infrastructure and operations. But for VMware Cloud on AWS, um, for customers who want AWS-centric model in their data center, or customers who are using VMware Cloud on AWS currently, uh, but they have, as Larry mentioned, if they have certain workloads that they want to keep on-premises because of, say, data locality or low latency mm -hmm. uh, reasons, then they can use VMware Cloud on AWS Outposts. And there are like two key differentiators versus VMC on Dell EMC. And uh, the first one is this is end-to-end -end hybrid cloud as a service. So um, if customers are interested in extending their IT capacity on demand to VMware Cloud on AWS, they can easily do that. Uh, so there are some use cases when we talk to customers, there are some use cases like say uh, for some on-demand or burst capacity needs for non-constrained workloads, they want to extend their capacity from outpost 
to VMC on AWS, then they can use this. Also, there are some customers who want to keep uh, data locally. They want to cache data locally, but they want to use VMware Cloud on AWS for their data analytics needs or um, for their long-term storage. Then they can use VMware Cloud on AWS outposts for their local data storage, uh, for their local caching needs, and then use VMC on AWS in combination. So this is the one first key differentiator. And then the second one is, uh, uh, as um, as we mentioned, so this VMware Cloud on AWS Outpost, so this needs to be connected to the local AWS region or local AZ. And, and now customers can have access to around 200 plus native or regional AWS services. So they can use these services and uh, this is especially useful for their modernization use case. So these are right. like the two key differentiators. Awesome. So tell us what's under the hood, Larry. I mean, there's got a, there's, uh, you know, we've gotten a real high level overview, uh, a pretty comprehensive. What else should we be, from a technical perspective, be looking at? Yeah, definitely. So uh, at GA, uh, in terms of uh, general availability for the product, um, we will be using I3N Meadows, which are the same uh, instance types that we use in VMware Cloud on AWS today. Uh, these are pretty beefy machines, so uh, definitely able to carry some of those stronger workloads for customers. In terms of the options, uh, we will be starting out with the availability for three to eight host configurations. And each configuration comes with additional dark capacity for the purposes of remediation, EDRS scale-out, and LCM. In terms of storage, uh, also as seen in region, uh, it comes with 45 terabytes of raw capacity, up to 40 terabytes of storage uh, capacity, depending on uh, your FCRA settings for usable. And then CPU and memory, 768 gigs of RAM, 48 physical cores, and uh, 96 logical cores. Excellent. And how does the networking work for VMC on AWS Outposts? I know that AWS has a ton of solutions. I, I, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so that's actually a, a big question, right? So the ideal from a deployment perspective for VMware Cloud on AWS Outpost is very similar to uh, VMware Cloud on AWS. Uh, we deploy the instances associated with the shadow account. There's a VPC associated with that. So you have the capability of using things like XCNI to be able to communicate uh, using the customer account to those AWS services within AWS. Uh, one additional piece is, is that you're bringing this rack into your data center. So there's a lot of additional networking uh, constructs that need to be associated uh, for customers to understand. Two big things on an outpost uh, is a service link, as Sonali was stating, or stating uh, this needs to be tied back to AWS. So that service link is how you do that. And so what's going over that would be uh, control plane and data plane traffic. And this, uh, this traffic would be encrypted via the service link. Uh, in terms of the, the ability to attach that to AWS, you have the option of doing the service link over the internet or over private or public VIP via Direct Connect. And then there's an additional construct called the local gateway, which is responsible for communicating workloads locally. So as an example, you'll have the SCC running on the outpost with the uh, standard uh, constructs that we have such as NSX. The local communication would then traverse over the local gateway to communicate to whatever those local workloads would be. And then if you have things going back to the region, it would take the service link path back to the region. Now, in terms of validating this information, uh, AWS does a site survey where they come in and validate not only your facility power, uh, but also your networking. So they'll do a, a service link test or a network validation test to be able to communicate back to the region. 
So there's more nuance, of course, uh, which we will get into in terms of more of the uh, ordering piece. But at the same time, uh, customers need to understand from a network perspective that uh, this is a solution that will allow you to communicate things locally and then also have access to things within AWS. Excellent. How do customers order this? Is it, um, you know, tell us uh, what the process looks like. I mean, obviously this is hardware, so it's not a eight, doesn't show up in eight minutes. Someone's got to wheel it in on a hand truck. Uh, tell us about the ordering process, Larry. Yeah, for sure. So uh, in terms of ordering, uh, we will treat this like a whole white glove scenario, right? So we're going to walk the customer through uh, getting a VMware Cloud AWS outflows from start to finish. So ideally, there would be a sales process and also workshops. And then ideally, those could be interchangeable. In terms of the workshops, we're going to be going through the solution from start to finish, helping a customer, under, have, have, helping a customer understand uh, the solution from a uh, power uh, facilities, cooling, and also networking, and also helping to helping them to architect the solution uh, that, that they see fit. Uh, once the sales piece is done, the customer receives access to an org, uh, which is the same process in terms of creating your org for VMware Cloud on AWS. The customer will then create an org. Uh, then the customer will be able to order their VMware Cloud on AWS outpost via the VMC console. Uh, after order, customers will receive an email with the next steps. Uh, AWS will send out some additional information regarding the uh, logical networking, uh, which we will also discuss within those workshops. A uh, customer would then need to send back the logical networking information back to AWS. AWS schedules a site survey, does the site survey. Once that's validated, AWS builds the rack. Then AWS scales or, or schedules a rack delivery with the customer. Uh, AWS delivers the rack. And then there's some additional provision in the validation that needs to be done uh, between AWS and VMware. Uh, once that's completed, uh, the VMware would then notify the customer not only via email, but also through the uh, notification within the VMC console. So then a customer can deploy their SCDC on the rack. Excellent. Uh, all that, of course, because if the customer needs higher latency and uh, might also have some regulatory uh, issues that they need to follow. So um, how is it priced Sonali? Um, and more importantly, uh, when and where is it available? Yeah, sure. So uh, we are announcing GA at VMworld 2021. And at the time of GA, uh, these uh, outposts, uh, VMC on AWS outpost racks can be shipped to United States only. But if any customers are interested in getting these in any of the other countries, um, then please uh, get in touch with your VMware or AWS representative. And uh, we can handle those requests for other regions on per request basis. And um, at the time of GA, uh, we are uh, announcing the pricing for three-year subscription option. And uh, this is offered in three to eight host configurations. And all this pricing uh, information is uh, listed on our website. Website. So um, I'll provide the links uh, for the show notes over here. Excellent. All right. And so let's say somebody's just, they're listening to this and they got to have one of these. Mm -hmm. Where can they go for more information to learn about more? I'll, I'll throw that out to both of you, but we'll start with Sonali. Where can they go for this? Yeah, definitely. So um, we have a VMC on AWS Outpost website, and so they can go there for more information. Also, I would highly recommend that we have two uh, sessions at VMworld. About, uh, so these are dedicated for VMC on AWS Outpost. So I would highly recommend going through those two sessions, and I'll put those in the show notes as well. 
And um, apart from that, um, we have an email alias that is vmc underscore outposts at vmware.com. So if, if you have any further questions, please shoot an email to this email alias. And uh, uh, anytime you can contact your VMware or AWS rep for any further questions. Excellent. So you heard it here, folks, vmc underscore outposts at vmware.com for more information. Don't forget to check the show notes for references. If you're listening to this after VMworld, we'll do our best to get the replays out there. Well, that's another episode in the books. Thank you to Larry Henderson and Sonali Desai for telling us about VMware Cloud on AWS Outposts. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This wraps up another episode. This is Bill Roth for VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. Uh, our show, our executive producer is Ivan Opentruck. Sonali does all the hard work of editing and distribution as our producer. Our uh, spiritual and musical uh, direction is provided by Robert Allen Zimmerman. So for, the, for all of us in, on the VMC on AWS team and cloud economics, thanks very much. And in the words of Stephen Dubner, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of somebody else too. Thanks very much.